Welcome to Girls Who Heal, the podcast. This podcast was created specifically for all the incredible girlies on their healing journey. We're here to support and uplift you as you navigate your personal growth and self-discovery. This podcast is for the girls who are healing, not yet healed. The ones who show up every day with the commitment to be their best selves. back to Girls Who Heal podcast, a podcast dedicated to the girlies who are on their healing journey. We're here to uh, empower those who are committed to personal growth and becoming the best versions of themselves. In today's episode, we have a special guest, Bree. Hey, Bree. <laughs> so Bree is an entrepreneur and owner of For Us Skincare and Holistic Alternatives. She makes some amazing products that I use every day. Today, we're going to learn more about For Us and Bree's healing journey. Welcome, Bree. Welcome, Bree. <laughs> okay, uh, at Girls Who Heal, we want the girlies to be their best selves, and self-care is vital in doing it. We have to fill our cups daily, so let's break the ice today. By talking about our top three uh, ways we like the self-care. Hmm. You want to start? It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my top three self-care practices. Number one is sleep. I love to sleep. Love to take a nap. <laughs> sleep, um, a hot bath, mm. and solitude. Just being by myself in silence. And I'm an only child, so it worked out. Mm, I yeah. love it. Yeah. That yeah. was good. <laughs> Yes, yes. Ashley, what's your answer? Um, journaling, mm-hmm. which I haven't like tapped in a little bit, like I guess the more traditional way, writing it down, you know, palm at the, the, the phone at the palm of my hand. So I've been more journaling like in my Google Docs mm-hmm. lately and just transferring it to my book because it just uh, hit me at different times. Um, uh, I, re- I actually just a couple of days ago, when it got a massage and it's been like five years and so yeah. that was really nice i was a little on the fence about doing it like making excuses that like i can't do it but i said nope i'm gonna listen to my body i'm gonna do that and so i got a massage and i like solitude too as well like it gives me opportunity to kind of reset just sit in silence i don't want to do nothing just want to sit here and just be <laughs> i like it <laughs> um, so my answer, I'm gonna say meditation. I have to meditate. Like, it's gotta happen. Or I'm going to go crazy on somebody. Um, I didn't even think of sleep as one, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm getting them nap yeah. I, I ain't gonna neglect it. She I need she don't need <laughs> no nap. It's not that I don't need, it's not even that I don't want it. I sometimes feel tired, mm-hmm. but it just don't be I don't know. I have shit to do. Oh, so. Girl, goodbye. I sleep at night. <laughs> I sleep yeah, at bedtime. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So I said, okay, meditation, naps. I think my last one, I'm going to say yoga. Like, because that's just like my go-to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm not consistent with it, but if I, as, when I come back to it, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I need it. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. that's what I needed for my life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get to know Brie a little more. <laughs> All right, you get to jump it off. Okay, so do you want to tell us about For Us and just like your inspiration behind it? So my inspiration came from, one, my, I had problems skiing myself. And then I was like looking for products in the store. And they like the natural ones, they was too expensive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, if I get it this time, am I going to be able to get it next time? Mm-hmm. And I just was like, 
the girlies need something that's all natural, inexpensive, something that actually works. And yeah. And so my grandfather passed in 2017 and 2018, we were cleaning out his house and we had found like all these aloe vera plants and he had like this big old tub of shea butter because he was real tied in with the Africans. Mm-hmm. He loved the Africans. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, let's just put something together. So I just did some trial and error and I had made a Facebook post and people was like, I want to try it. I want to try it. And then it just took off. Mm-hmm. And I've just been doing it since then. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, uh, so how did you get introduced into holistic healing and remedies? Did he have some books or something too with the African stuff? No, he wasn't a reader. He can't read. He can't spell. So it was just like, just wanted to try. So he did die from cancer. He passed from cancer. And I just was paying attention to how he was eating, the lotion, the just everything he was using. And then I started researching like how different products have carcinogen. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And I'm just like, okay, it's time to do something different. So I started with the skincare products and then I started with the hair care, just tapping into different things. And then I'm just like, we need to change the food. We need to change everything. So yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah, okay, awesome. let me point out something to the people right now. The girl has a fresh face. You see, <laughs> it's clear, baby. It's giving what it needs to give. Love okay, look at them products. Okay, because we gotta let them know. Yes. Okay, so how would you say your business has been healing for you? It's been teaching me to keep going. Like, um, it's like hiking to me. I really love hiking, and it's like. Once you start, you just got to keep going because ain't nobody going to come get you. <laughs> like if you yeah. if you two miles in, and you got three miles to go. You you just got to go because, again, ain't nobody going to come get you. And that's just how I feel with my skincare journey. Like I've seen um, other people in my field like take off like million dollar sales and stuff. And they can be discouraging sometimes. But I'm like, this is my race. I ain't, right, I ain't right. running y'all race. Like, right. I'm a, it's going to come when it needs to come. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. I want to ask too, like. I know, because, baby, I was there when Bree started taking off on Facebook, baby. <laughs> she was selling, slinging that stuff like, yeah. like the dope boys, okay? Yeah. Um, would you say that, like, friends and family were very supportive in the beginning? I know, like, you got, like, a lot of traction on social media, but was were friends and family part of that? My mama was. My okay. mama, she she was rocking. I mean, it took a minute for my family to get on it once they started seeing my skin healing and seeing my mama look a little younger. And then <laughs> they was like, okay, we need some of that. But I will honestly say your my supporters were on it more than my family and friends. And I ain't mad at them right. because I ain't even had to convince them. I just yeah. showed them. It was like, oh, okay, we need That's some of that. Up. But my family and friends, they was a little hesitant. Yeah. Which, I can understand. Yeah. I can understand. Yeah. It's hard to get off this yeah. stuff, okay? Yeah. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Right, right. For real. Yeah. So, when it comes to your healing, you've been pretty open about oh, yeah. uh, things that you've encountered in life. Mm-hmm. One thing in particular that many women have experienced and can sadly relate to is sexual trauma. Yes. Um, have you ever been ashamed of your trauma? And if so, how have you worked to release I will release? say... Um, before I started healing, I was ashamed of it. Like, mm-hmm. I was trying to do everything to run from it. Mm-hmm. You know, living like a rock star, sex, yeah. drugs, and alcohol, mm-hmm. and good music, and, you know, just living wild. And then I just had to unpack it because running wasn't doing it. It was like, okay. Because once I come down from my house, once I come down from my alcohol, it was just like, oh, we still got to deal with this. Right. So yeah. 
it was like, okay, so I did. I started reading like self-help books. Um, yeah, and I was just like, we got to take care of ourselves because it, it, it wasn't going to end good. I got an addictive personality uh-huh. and it was too much. I was putting too much in my body yeah, yeah. from physical to medical. Just mm-hmm. it was too much. And I was just like, okay, let's. Let's unpack the trauma, mm-hmm. find out what we need to find out about mm-hmm. ourselves and work through it. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like yeah. I can relate to that yeah. as well. Not necessarily um, addictive personality. Mm-hmm. It's more so disassociating with yeah. it. Like, ah, I suppressed and yeah. I don't want to have to deal with it. And so um, when it came to a point where you know that you have to deal with it, like mm-hmm. I, I, my outlet was therapy. Mm-hmm. And so I need to be a little more consistent because it's still shit that I'm unpacking, yeah. you know, myself. But I feel you. Yes. Um, and then would you say, okay, so most women when like they experience the sexual trauma, they become like hypersexual or some women, okay. they are, you know, they struggle with intimate connections yes. and stuff like that. So they might not, you know, they right. might be off it completely. Mm-hmm. So how would you say like your journey was with like your love life and healing from your trauma? The hypersexuality definitely. Yeah, it definitely came because I was equating like people wanting to have sex with me with love because I didn't know love. Like my parents were older, so they didn't have time for me. They didn't have time to sit. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees. So I'm just figuring everything (laughs) out by myself. And it it was hypersexual. And then once I got to healing, then it was like, I don't want nobody to touch me. Mm -hmm. So it was like I had to find that balance because I've been with my boyfriend for about three and a half years. Mm -hmm. And he would be able to notice because before him, I wasn't healed. I was just outside. Yeah. And then once I I got with him, I calmed down a lot. But then it was just like, oh, I don't want to have sex. I've been doing this for years. Like, don't touch me. And it was just like, dang, you going to make him suffer? Mm -hmm. Cause you ain't know nothing about yourself. So I just had to find a balance between it. And it's still a little off because I don't know, but I'm working out. Like you said, I need to get back in therapy. Honestly, (laughs) honestly, cause it's hard trying to find, especially with me not like drinking and smoking how I was because that added to the hypersexuality. Cause you ain't thinking about, you just thinking about a good time. And since I don't, I'm not heavy on that no more. It's just like, I say like my libido like all the way on the floor, but then it'd be like, <laughs> oh, I don't want to have to drink and smoke to feel like right. doing so. Yeah, I'm trying to balance it out. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and I think like with my journey, I have felt like more on the closed off to yeah. sex side. Yeah. Like I'm just now coming into my sexuality, mm. and before that, I was like. It's a struggle for me to sometimes walk out of the house with shorts on. Yeah. Like, I don't want don't no type of attention. Yeah, right. Like, that's how I be. <laughs> and so, I've also had to learn how to heal through it. And it's been interesting because I have to, I've had to learn through, through like, my husband. And it's like, <sighs> it's, it's a struggle because it's like, sometimes I'll be like, I don't want him to touch me. Yeah. But it's like, I know that his touch is safe. Yeah. Right? And that's like the biggest thing, like being yeah. in a relationship that makes you feel mm-hmm. safe mm-hmm. and makes you feel like, okay, it's okay to like explore this side of myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, he's not going to do nothing. Yeah. Right, right. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. I feel that. So. Okay. Um, and then let's see. Oh, yeah. So what's been like helpful with you healing from like your sexual trauma? Besides like the books and stuff like that. Is there anything else you've been like using to help you heal? Oh, um, hmm. Because I know you said you're not necessarily my mama. Oh, my really? mama ain't never healed. Okay. And it was real evident as a child. Like, we feel a 
Sorry, mom. She <laughs> she drop a nigga, get a new nigga, drop a nigga, get, and I'm just like, I don't want to live like right. that. Like it was just like it was too much, and yeah. then even like we went through a little the battle, even when she got married, and it's like you would do anything to keep a nigga, and I just don't, I just ain't want to be in that. So I had to learn like learn from her mistakes and learn like that she never healed from her sexual trauma, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. She didn't heal, and I see how she is. And if I don't heal, I'm be like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, we gonna we gonna take her her problems, and we gonna <laughs> fix them. We yeah. gonna fix them. Yeah, I think even like that awareness is like a beautiful yeah. thing because like, I think most of the time we don't necessarily know like what our parents have been through because yeah. they secretive. And you yeah, know, right. in the black yeah. community, it's like what, what happens in this house stays yeah. in this Keep house. It under the roof. Yeah, like and so. <laughs> I think that's even even you like taking. Okay, I yes. see what you've been through. Yeah. I choose not yeah. to do yeah. that for myself. Yeah, and that's I think it's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. Do you I, feel like? Do you feel like um, when you become a parent, like? It's going to shape how you interact with your child, or how you like teach them about sex oh, yeah. and all of this. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't nobody play with mom. Yeah. Hey, oh, can no, I just feel like oh, I'm going I, to jail. Yeah, that's not <laughs> jail or hell. Them my only two options. Them my only two options. You can't, you can't, you can't. And then just being more cautious, like. You know, my mom had her problems, but my again, my dad had his too. Like they were older, so they didn't have time for me. So it was like, okay, I'm gonna come get you, but I'm gonna drop you off over here where the other kids are. But you're not even paying attention to mm-hmm. how they daddy and how they uncles and how they brothers treating them. So I'm downstairs thinking we playing an innocent game of hide and seek, and somebody touching on me. And yeah. then it's like, don't tell nobody and stuff like that. So it's just like. My kids gonna know if somebody touch you, you come tell me. If somebody tell you, don't tell me. You definitely come tell that me. It's, yeah, it's just like. <laughs> I've learned a lot. Like I pray nobody ever play with my kids. I play. I pray because it messes you up so bad. And then when you don't have the help or nobody to confide in, it's because I'm only child too. So I don't have like no brothers and sisters to be like, yeah, such and such was touching on me. Is that normal? And then my cousins and them, they living in white picket fences, so they don't know what the hell I'm. They can't relate. So it's like. Would you come, like, it's just a lot. It's yeah. a lot. And I just don't want nobody to play with my children. Yeah, I think it's don't. definitely <laughs> shaped my mentality to yeah. be a lot more attentive with yeah. my daughter. So much so to where I had to, like, dial it back a little bit because I'll be pressing hard. Yeah. And, like, you, 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 you better not lie to me. Okay. Like, they, did they tell you to the, not okay. say nothing? Like, yes. I don't know. I just yeah. was, like, don't trust no motherfucker. Yeah. And so it's like. I just try to be very attentive, watch yeah. her body language. Yeah. I know for me, um, when I was experiencing my trauma, I was de- definitely withdrawn. Yeah. I just didn't want to associate. I just, there was definitely a lot of shame. Yeah. With it. You and feel so like, it's like, I'm do? trying to pick up on like, yeah. you good today? Yeah. You sure you good? <laughs> yeah. Why you not good? Okay. Mom, I'm good. I'm like, yeah. Boo. You don't, you can you can tell me like because so, I'm ready to yeah <laughs> hell of jail hell of jail. <laughs> so I just like it it kind of fucks with me though yeah. like I don't want to push her away by being yeah. too forceful yeah. but I definitely just want to have that heightened awareness and keep that in and reassure her that Thank like look this is a safe space yeah. I don't care. We don't keep no secrets. Yeah. Look, I don't give a fuck if it's a birthday surprise. I okay. act surprised. <laughs> I act surprised if I have to, yeah. but um. Don't keep no secrets. Yeah. I don't want you to ever have to, like, don't do it. And, and I have not talked to my child about it. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of hard to, I don't know, navigate it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I do feel like that conversation will come up soon to mm-hmm. where I can let her know, like, this ain't coming from a space of just being overprotective. Yeah. This is why I'm I like I am. And yeah. so mm-hmm. it's like, 
I don't know. Yeah, because I didn't know my mama got raped until I was 27. I'm 29. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know why she was doing what she was doing as a kid. I'm just, because it was just confusing. Like, well, why you keep doing that? And mm -hmm. then again, just being around her, I didn't have nobody else. It's just me and her. Mm -hmm. And then the, the reoccurrence of the niggas, I'm just like, what's up, sis? And then yeah. when she told me, I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And then her mama didn't have time for her. So she didn't have nobody to talk to. She the oldest. Mm -hmm. She taking care of my granny other kids. So it's like, she didn't have nobody. Mm -hmm. And so even if my baby, I hope my baby ain't the only child, but even <laughs> if my baby is the only child, I won't. My baby to feel like my mama, my best friend. I'm gonna tell my mama anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Keeping that space. We gotta open. break the, the cycle. Yeah, yes, okay. ma'am. Okay. Where are you currently on your healing journey? So, my grandfather always used to say, he used to say, "I'm, I'm never grown. I'm growing. So I'm okay. always healing. I ain't gonna never say like I'm this. healed. I'm good. I'm over it because some days I still be blaming myself. Like. Yeah. You should have said something. You right. should have told somebody. It would have been stopped if you would have been put a hope to it. So just giving myself grace. I'm learning grace. That word. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just grace. Just giving myself mm -hmm. grace. Learning not to blame myself because I feel like that's where the addic the addictions came into. Because it was just like, you let them do it. So you got to deal with it. And it was just like the shame and the guilt of it. So now it's just like, baby, you ain't know no better. Just Give yourself a little grace and space. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah. I feel that. Oh, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. So what would you say, like, what lessons are you learning now at this time? Um, Again, grace. Yeah. Grace is is number one at the top of my list because I can hold a grudge. Oh, yeah. I can hold <laughs> I can hold because once I say F you, it's just like ain't, ain't no coming back from yeah. it. Yeah. I, and, I, and I was like that with my mama. Mm -hmm. I was like that with my mama and I just had to realize like she a human too. Mm -hmm. They ain't had the resources we got. Right. They ain't had it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like just grace. Grace is at the top of my list. Um, being patient, not just with myself just for other people to uh allowing people to be who they are without mm -hmm. trying to change them right yeah and yeah 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 i mm -hmm. think this yeah <laughs> um what's been your biggest lesson in general like all of your healing journey like what's been so i mean grace yeah um just understanding that go with grace too just understanding yeah. like you know, because, again, uh, with the trauma, I just was blaming myself. Like, you a hoe, you a hoe. And it's just like, no, you were traumatized. Yeah. And you didn't know no better right. from it. And so you was just, you was trying to feel that, that space. And it wasn't, that ain't how you do it. So yeah. now I, I know a little better. But I, I ain't no woman shame. I love all the, all the girls. Right. All yeah. the girls. You right. know what I'm saying? Because some of them never heal. Some of them mm -hmm. don't know no better. So, yeah. yeah. Do you often think that, like, if you were given a safe space or then maybe if your mom would have had that conversation with you earlier about her experience that it would have shaped the way you cope absolutely absolutely because again i didn't have nobody i had my mama as an example and i had a big cousin who didn't have her mama and so it was like she had hella niggas my mama had hella niggas so i'm like okay we just need hella niggas <laughs> and it don't work like that right, that's, right. that's not I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Even my little cousins, they be coming to me like with their boyfriend drama. And I be like, just don't go effing nobody to, you know, to make them right, mad. Because right, you right. ain't even doing your, you doing yourself an injustice. You think you're getting back at him and you really just hurting yourself. And I just wish that a lot of young girls, even girls my age, had that, had somebody to tell them like, you know, that ain't how you navigate through this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
teaching them better. I wish I knew better, but it shaped me to who I am. Right. So, right. So, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. And has. I think, like, even though you had to have those experiences, it's, like, a beautiful thing because, like, you able to draw on those to, like, teach yeah. the people around yeah. you. And yeah. So, like, it's like sometimes fuck it. If I got yeah. people one of those movies, I can make it better for everybody. That shit hard though. Yeah. That shit hard as fuck. It's like the the question why come come about, and then as you start growing and mm-hmm. and, and getting through your experience, it it goes from why to who. Mm-hmm. Who am I going through this for? Because mm-hmm. this shit got to be bigger than me. Yes. Why yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Am I the one chosen? I don't want to be chosen. I don't want to be the soldier. God, yeah. I don't want to do this. Okay. But yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Brie, what is next for you? Who? Do you have any products? I do have a couple new products. I'm just trying to get better with my marketing. Uh-huh. Um. I'm gonna be a mama soon, so I'm dropping a baby line. I need a baby, and the girls been asking for a baby line. (laughs) You got some baby powder butter. I'm like, I'm gonna get y'all some. So just a baby. You know, like how uh, Bath and Body Works used to have like the glitter lotion and the glitter. But we gonna do it the healthy way. We ain't gonna give the girls no glitter, and (laughs) we gonna give them a little Mika powder and stuff like that. But yeah, just. Something for the babies. Probably introduce some more for the men. Because I love when the men use the products. Yeah. I love I love when men take care of their skin. Right. Like, yes, King. Yes. Stop <laughs> using that Vaseline. Yes. Stop using that Vaseline. That Neutrogena. You don't even know what's in there. Like, get you some butter. All you need is a little butter. Yes. <laughs> okay, so now it's time for our advice segment. We'll have rehab us this week. Um, we'll answer a listener's question that ties into the healing journey. If you're looking for advice, email us at girlswhohealpodcast at gmail.com and we might feature your question on an upcoming upcoming episode. <laughs> you got through it. All right. Thank you, Lord. Want to do it? <laughs> I'll read it. Okay. okay. So, dear girls who heal, today I am reaching out for some guidance and encouragement as I find myself at a crossroads in my entrepreneurial journey. I initially started this journey very passionate and determined at the possibility of being my own boss and creating something meaningful. However, the road to success has been far more challenging than I expected. I faced numerous setbacks, financial struggles, and moments of self-doubt that have left me questioning if I should continue on this path. I would be grateful for any advice you can offer to help me navigate this difficult phase how can I overcome self-doubt and regain the motivation and passion that initially fueled my journey? Are there some practices or strategies you recommend to manage stress and maintain mental clarity during challenging times? Thanks in advance, Angie. Mm, Want to help us out, girl? I felt like it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely say stay consistent. Yeah. And don't compare yourself to nobody. It's okay to watch and see what your competition doing. But just don't compare yourself. You gotta, you gotta run your own race, mm-hmm. and everything ain't for you. Cause mm-hmm. say you do get that million dollar sale, what you you do? You got a plan for that million dollars? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you just you just gotta just be patient, just be patient and stay consistent. But what I would say is, if your heart in it, you gonna keep doing it. Cause yeah. it be days yeah. where I make two thousand dollars, and it be days where I only make two dollars, and I yeah. just be like, God, am I? You know, am I doing this? But Another thing is pay attention to companies who've been through like different transitions. Like Walgreens, did y'all know Walgreens used to be a restaurant? 
No. Yes. Yes. Before <laughs> they was a pharmacy, they was doing restaurant stuff. And then they tried to do like a retail stuff without the pharmaceuticals and stuff. Yeah. So you just got to pay attention to businesses and, but don't compare yourself. Just yeah. be like, okay, you know, it's probably a little slow right now, but if I keep consistent and try to change some stuff up, then it'll work out. I love it. Yeah. I think all of it is great advice. Yeah. Because, baby, I've been on a journey myself. Listen. <laughs> and then, like you said, like, it's times where you just be like, man, mm-hmm. fuck this. Yeah. But I always come back to yeah. it. It's yeah. like, it's where my heart, heart is. Yeah. 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 And so I think sometimes it's okay to, like, take that break. And mm-hmm. like you said, sometimes you got to pivot. Yeah. Sometimes you might be right there, but yeah. you just got to pivot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can find what you're truly supposed to be doing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I agree with both. Yeah, yes. I would say Angie, just continue to like they say, remember your why for starting this say journey. That. Say that, and then celebrate like small wins. The small wins, say don't despise small beginnings. Yeah. Okay, they will grow. And like yeah. you said, do you have a plan for yeah. it when you get to that? What do you measure success off yeah. of? Is it is it looking at other people? Mm-hmm. You ain't you just seeing the fruits of their mm-hmm. labor. You ain't actually seeing like the downfall and all that so remember your journey is for you if your heart is in it it won't feel like work and you're gonna keep at it and just um yeah don't don't lose faith and keep at it thank you angie (laughs) all right so now before we wrap up we're going to do our affirmation of the week our sponsor, the Goddess Energy Affirmation Deck, 54 Affirmations to remind you that you're a goddess. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see what we get today. I am a magnet for self-love. I love all of me caringly and unconditionally. I love that. Okay. I love that. So, Bree, um, we thank you for joining us. Thank can you tell you. listeners where they can find you? Oh, Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> uh, for us, Inc. 2019. Uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Um, yeah, that's it. I don't do the TikTok and the- we don't get hurt. I'm don't an old lady. Don't yeah. worry about it. We said we working on marketing. So <laughs> I can't get with the gyrating in the in the. You voice. ain't gotta do all that. Okay. We gotta get you there, please. Because okay. TTO, I just <laughs> got on Instagram a little bit ago. Cause it just be a lot. Twitter it's be a lot. It's just, I'm an anxious. I'm a dial up. I'm a dial up girl. From, yeah, I know. Y'all probably don't because y'all probably young. But I'm from the area where you got to unplug the phone. <laughs> you you got to get your algorithm. Yeah, right. yeah, I do. Because yeah. I can't, TT can't do it. I ain't going to say I can't. Let me not say She that. working on it. I'm working on mm-hmm. it. I'm working. I'm All progressing. Right. I feel you. Perfect. <laughs> Again, remember to follow us on all platforms at Girls Who Heal yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Follow our personal pages at Healing with Misha and underscore Elevated Me. Okay. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Girls Who Heal podcast. Yeah. Please, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we appreciate you joining us on this healing journey. Until next time, keep growing and glowing. Peace. Oh, yes. <laughs>